morning, guys. This is Sean. And this is Dana. And welcome to our podcast, Morning with the Mishes. Yeah, so this is born out of just good conversations and this need that both of us felt on our heart to be able to share these conversations with like the people that we love that maybe we wouldn't otherwise be able to say it to them um, or just to people in general. Uh, sometimes we found that like I thought something Sean said was super edifying, he thought something I said was edifying mm-hmm. and we just wanted to be able to share that with people. Um, as introverts, yep. we were aware that <laughs> taking us out of our natural habitat, the conversations would probably not flow as easily. So that is why we have created this podcast also because we are a little bit cooped up right now, as you yep. all know, with COVID-19, as it is called. So we're making the best of it. Yep. So basically, pandemic plus introverts equals podcast, I think, is what we've got here. Yeah. <laughs> and plus the Holy Spirit, because mm-hmm. God willing, we are doing this all for Him and all for His greater honor and glory. And yeah, just to bring you a little bit of brightness in your morning, in your day, whenever you happen to listen to this. So hopefully this is a good opportunity for you guys to... Start off your day with something refreshing, something edifying, and just something that brings you closer to the Lord. Yeah, and we also hope that we make you laugh. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome. It's Easter. It's Friday of the octave of Easter. Woo! Crazy. Time has flown. Yes. Still not entirely convinced that it's actually friday but we're here we're here it's happening it is it is and it's snowing it is snowing i'm trying really hard not to like be very upset about that (laughs) there is consolation in that please it looks (laughs) it looks pretty it does look pretty and also there's this spot on the pavement where it has filled the sidewalk cracks and not the sidewalk, and so it's just this big fluffy pile of. It looks kind of like a chessboard, like with like the little squares. But if <laughs> if the chessboard were plush. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is what it looks like. It's. Yeah. It's amusing, at least. Yep. <laughs> there is at least that. Yeah. And on the plus side. I don't know. I am a very, like, I do love, like, cozying up or, like, any excuse to cozy up. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the fact that, like, I have a built-in weather excuse to just, like, stay indoors, to, like, wrap myself in blankets, to, like, make hot chocolate. Like, all that is making my heart very happy. It's just that I am ready for spring. (laughs) I am also ready for spring. Uh, There have been leaves or some sort of flower that's been coming up that I've mm. been watching. And alas, it is covered in snow, so I still don't yet know what flower is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's like a metaphor for spiritual life or something. <laughs> it's like I had a glimpse. I had an idea. We we're starting to get an idea. And then, oh, no. <laughs> oh, we have Oh, snow? life got in the way. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't get to see it for a little while now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We don't get to see the blossoming yet. Mm. Yep. That is... Yeah. <laughs> All too frequent. Let's talk about 
the fruits of things and how we don't see them sometimes. Mm, that is good. Yeah. Because. And that just yeah. leads us to greater trust as well. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that is. Because mm, we really are living like the whole world is living in a time right now where like that's the case. But even like, I don't know, like in my own personal life, I'm seeing that in a lot of ways where like, um, yeah, just we seem to all be in seasons where we're not really seeing the fruits of the of the efforts that we're putting in. We're not really seeing the direction that the Lord is taking us in. Like it's mm-hmm. not all very clear right now what's going on. And yeah, which is, you know, it's legitimate that that's like a distressing thing, like that we don't have an idea of where we're going, that we don't have an understanding um, of that, or even just like see, um, just see what the Lord is doing, but also what the things that we're trying to do according to his will, like, um, like how they're bearing fruit. Mm-hmm. and yeah it is kind of like you were saying saying before like it is kind of a metaphor like there's a lot of times in our lives where that's the case you just you don't see the fruit of what you're doing right yeah like when you do it's awesome it's a blessing mm-hmm. but there's plenty of times where you don't and then that's an encouragement to still keep pressing forward hmm yeah. Well, it's hard. You have to encourage yourself to still keep pressing forward or let people encourage you to still keep pressing forward, even though you do not see the fruits that your works are bearing. And in the grand scheme of things, it isn't all important that we see the fruits in this life. Mm. But because it is, we are storing up treasures in heaven. But it's nice when we see things once in a while, you know? That help us to carry on. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's 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 one thing, like kind of like you just mentioned, like to say to like say that you know this is an opportunity to trust. It's another to actually live that because it, it's very easy to like in the moment say, oh yeah, no, this is just an opportunity to trust. It's another to actually like when that moment hits you to trust that God is still working that he's still sovereign, that good things are still coming. Mm-hmm. And that takes, yeah, yeah. It takes more than just saying it. It takes actually relinquishing that sense of control, which mm-hmm. sucks. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. Growing in trust is not pleasant. <laughs> It is not a pleasant process because that's not something that we're used to. Because trust involves a lot of different things. It involves letting go of a sense of control. It involves making yourself vulnerable because Mm -hmm. you're allowing someone else to kind of take charge. um, Mm -hmm. Which means allowing them into that space of your heart and your life. Um, It means... It means patience. It means being patient with the fact that the person who is in control now, God, like, is going to go on his own time at his own pace, like, according to his will, which, like, then you have to trust in his goodness, which is a whole other level. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to trust. It's, it is very much a process to grow in. 
But yeah, I think that's, in a lot of ways, it's kind of the whole story of, like, the Christian life is just growing in trust. Like, getting to know God, getting to know his goodness, um, and relinquishing that control. And then once that control is relinquished, allowing the Lord to continue to have that control, allowing him to be the one to direct your thoughts and your actions and your words and to direct the, the things that are happening in your life, to direct, um, to accept whatever it is that he hands you. Mm-hmm. What's a concrete way that you have let trust grow in your life? Mm. I think one way for me is not making kind of big decisions on my own, like really taking weighty decisions to prayer. Mm. Um, because because that, that itself is like an act of trust. Like, okay, here's something in my life that like matters to me that like whatever I decide, it like something shifts, you know? Mm-hmm. And in that case, um, it really is an act of trust to say, okay, well, I know what I think. I know, like, in my mind, or maybe maybe I don't. Maybe I have, like, sort of, like, the pros and cons in my mind mm-hmm. of either side of a decision. And maybe I have, like, an inclination in one direction or the other, or maybe I don't, but, like, to take it to prayer is to say, I don't have the final say on this. Like I'm putting that before the Lord and really allowing him to be the one to kind of take control of it. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean like waiting for him to give you like a sign from heaven as to which like <laughs> decision is the correct one. Cause that's like, like 90% of the time that doesn't happen. Like it doesn't happen that way, mm-hmm. but but it's essentially putting it in his hands and saying, okay, a, a lot of times it ends up being, okay, here's, here's a decision. Like I put it before you, like waiting in prayer, seeing if he does give you like any kind of answer or inclination. And if he doesn't, then saying like, okay, just like kind of like talking it through it, through it with him um, until you come to that decision and then like making that decision. But all, also with that posture of like trust of saying, okay, here's the decision I'm making Lord. You take it from here. If this is what you want, make it flourish. If it's not what you want, let it crash and burn. Like, mm-hmm. really leaving not only the decision, but the fruit of the decision in his hand. And you found him to be faithful. Oh, always. Of course. Always. Yes. And part of his faithfulness sometimes is that he does, in fact, let it crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, when when you pray that prayer, be prepared for things to crash and burn. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of his purification process with us, I guess. Mm-hmm. Part of part of him, like, helping us to grow in our understanding, our wisdom, um, shaping us as the persons that we are, that we're meant to be, um, all of that, yeah. Like, sometimes crashing and burning, even, like, with things that are precious to you, sometimes that's the best thing that can happen, even if it sucks in the moment mm-hmm. and why is that <laughs> so <I'm> many just, <laughs> I, I know <laughs> <laughs> we have moved to the interview portion of the podcast <laughs> oh man 
So anyway, <laughs> so why is it that it sucks or why is it that it's sometimes the best thing? Best thing. Mm. I think that sometimes it really is the best thing in that it teaches us detachment. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes there are things in our lives, like I've, there's obviously like detachment from sin. Like that's right. that's something that we clearly need and like... When, right. when when that kind of crashing and burning happens, like, at least for me, like, that's easy to be like, okay, well, that's just because, like, I shouldn't have been attached to that in the first place. Like, clearly I should have cut that out sooner, and I'm glad that it crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, there are things that, like, are genuinely, like, good things in our lives. Um, and wh- whether that's, like, a good relationship or, like hopes and dreams about your future or like a particular like career path or just like all, all these different, like potentially like really good things. But sometimes those are the things that he lets crash and burn too. And that's when it really challenges you um, because it's, it's very difficult from our own limited perspective to see like, how could you not want me to have something so good? Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is that, like, that question itself, like, is missing the point. Because it's not that he doesn't want us to have good things. It's not that he doesn't want us to be happy, because he does. Right. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's learning that at the center of our hearts is that desire for God. And if something else takes up that space, then, then ultimately in the long run, it's not a question of like God not wanting us to be happy. It's God saving us from just crashing and burning ourselves Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways. And yeah. And it's, it's hard to give like, a sort of like blanket answer to it, you know, because so many of so many of these like crashings and burnings that have to do with like things that are genuinely good are are genuine sufferings, are genuine like anguishes, you know. Um, like lo- losing a friend or a family member, or like um, even if it's not like them passing away, even if it's just like losing the friendship or the relationship, or. Mm-hmm. Or losing a job that you loved, or just any of these things, like, it's hard to give any kind of, like, oh, well, this is why the Lord is doing it. Because, like, one, there's no way we can possibly see the whole per- the whole picture in perspective, so we don't know exactly why. Right. And two, like, that kind of answer doesn't really help in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter how good a thing maybe the Lord has in store down the line. Like, in the moment, it hurts. It sucks letting go of something. And, like, that's... Yeah, that's, I think, where, like, the importance of grieving comes in. The importance of, like, acknowledging this thing that was in my life was a good thing. And it was good that I invested in it. And the fact that I invested in it and recognized it as a good means that now that I don't have it, it hurts and it sucks and it's okay that it hurts and it sucks mm-hmm. and having to like, and then that's where patience comes right back in where it's like being patient with yourself and patient with God in terms of just like letting that process work itself out to the point where you can, um, 
to the point where you can actually have that deeper faith and trust in God and have that be, have that relationship with him be stronger because of that, um, because you haven't run from him, but you've been real with him through the whole process and grappled with him. Like, I love that um, there's a passage in scripture where um, I think it's Jacob, like, wrestles with an angel i think it is like in um like like literally they they happen like jacob happens to meet an angel like out on his travels and they're and they start like wrestling and they're just like wrestling like all night long until finally the angel like essentially like breaks his hip (laughs) yeah and and like the angel basically like gives him a new name because of it like the one who like grapples with god or something like that Mm -hmm. um and it's 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 such a weird thing because like you wouldn't intuitively think of like grappling with God as like a good thing, right? And yet like it's there's almost like this sort of like respect and like acknowledgement of goodness from like the angel in that moment. Like no, this was like good. Like you you stayed, you grappled, you you didn't run. Like that's kind of what we have to do with God in those moments is like when we are feeling angry or hurt or betrayed or we've lost something good. Like if you need to grapple with God, grapple with him. If you need to like, just cry on his shoulder, cry on his shoulder. But the fact that you stay, that's what's important. Mm -hmm. And also that you're not just passively letting things happen without really caring. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when I need an encouragement to trust, I turn to the scriptures, um, actually the Old Testament. Mm. And the reason why is because the Old Testament speaks of his, let's see if I can do it right, hesed. Mm-hmm. His yes. covenant faithfulness, his steadfast love. Um, and... Just looking at that and realizing that God has never been unfaithful Mm -hmm. and his love never stops, never changes. Mm -hmm. And he's someone steady that we can rely on no Mm -hmm. matter what. And even though the Israelites did fall and he did let them suffer the consequences of their actions as they had agreed to in the covenant, Mm Um, he still kept up his end countless times, Mm -hmm. all the times, and he still dragged them out of whatever mess they happened to get themselves into. Mm -hmm. He delivered them still. And yeah, seeing that has just been encouraging And even looking at the New Testament and the Gospels where Peter messes up or there's some sinner that the Pharisees are throwing before Jesus and he doesn't ever give up on any of them, no. He looks at them with eyes of love still. 
and still desires the best good for all of them. You know, looks at them with eyes of love. He doesn't. It doesn't forsake anybody because of anything that they've done. And then too, even the Holy Spirit, like when he's no longer with us the same way as he was when he walked the earth, he said, I will leave you another comforter. I will leave you the Holy Spirit. And he will guide you. Mm-hmm. Just realizing, okay, God doesn't leave us alone. He doesn't abandon his people. Mm-hmm. We really can trust him. And he really does have the hairs on our head numbered. Mm-hmm. He really does notice us. We can trust him. Um, he's mm-hmm. not, not going to forget about us. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep leading us. Um, he's still involved in our lives. You know, Just realizing those things has been encouraging to keep going on, keep trusting in the Lord and his mercy and his forgiveness, but also just that he's going to guide me, guide all of us to the whatever thing he has in store. He's not going to give up on us in the spiritual life. Um, he's still going to lead us on to holiness. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't give up on us there. He doesn't just leave us in a, the muck of our sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the steadiness and the faithfulness of God is just, it's its a relief in kind of the unsteadiness of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, even, even like the best things in our lives are temporary. Like ev- mm-hmm. everything that is in our lives, that is even the good things, is transitory. Like on the one hand, like the bad things too, like, you know, we, <laughs> we had an encounter the other day while we were socially distanced walking, <laughs> um, where, um, an older gentleman like came by and was like chatting with us and his, and just in regards to all of the craziness, he, he was just like super adamant, just like, you know, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and was just so cheerful about that. Um, yeah. and like, it's it's important to remember that that's also true even of like a lot of the good things in mm-hmm. our lives like this too shall pass like even even like the best relationships the best job the best life situations the best emotions like all of those things that are attributed to anything that's like in this life like it's going to pass the only thing that doesn't is the lord Mm-hmm. and so we take comfort in him because he is not just a good thing he is the best thing mm-hmm. and not only that he is the one thing that will not pass and yeah it's it's really learning to pray um to pray the prayer of um i think it's in job where he's like the lord gives and the lord takes away Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that kind of trust is hard. Like, it doesn't come overnight. 
-hmm. It comes from investing in that relationship with the Lord. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's an interesting thing. Like there is every good thing, including relationship with the Lord comes at the cost of investing yourself in it. Mm -hmm. Like the good things that happen, they don't, have their full impact you don't get the full goodness of them unless you sort of open your heart to them or give yourself in some way to them Mm -hmm. like make yourself vulnerable to them and like even if in the moment there's that goodness the moment that's taken away it hurts and yeah it's a matter of not being afraid to continue to open your heart to the good, to relationships, to family, to um, those those good emotions, um, just the everyday happinesses, just all of those good things, like not being afraid to continue to open your heart to them. And even not just the good things, but even like the sufferings, mm-hmm. like allowing yourself to feel the depths of whatever comes your way Mm -hmm. um to experience them as they are um and again that that only comes from that steadiness in the relationship with christ like if it was if that's all we had was just like the like the coming and the going of the bad and the good alike like we would be just tossed around like crazy Mm -hmm. and we would have we would have no direction we would have no hope Mm-mm. but it's because we have the steadiness the sureness of our of relationship with god of his love for us of investing in relationship with him in giving ourselves to him and having that hope of heaven that all of like the tossing and turning becomes worth it because we have an anchor we have an anchor in christ Amen. Yeah. What for you has been like a concrete way that you practiced trust? Concrete way that I've practiced trust. Two things kind of come to mind. Um, the lighter one is. Just trusting in God in my travels. Mm -hmm. So I've traveled a lot. And as I go, um, I I often encounter people from many walks of life. Whether they're the person I sit next to on the plane or on the train or in the bus station or what have you. And just... Trusting the Lord that because, like, when I travel, it's always for Him, right? And trusting that because He has called me to my destination, because He has called me to where I'm at in that moment, that He is going to provide me the words to communicate with people. Um, that he's going to keep me safe um, and that he's even going to bless 
uh, these encounters and just the time of travel, when I give it all to him. So concretely, that looks like keeping a sort of stillness in my heart as I travel amidst all the crazy to just turn to the Lord and travel with him, talk to him as I go along. And in doing that, it leaves me open to the encounters that he has planned for me and that he has planned for those around me. Um, Obviously with prudence, but that's the thing when you're following the Lord and when you're listening to him, prudence is his gift as well. Um, You just listen for it. And our parents taught us well, you know, just remembering things that we've been taught. Um, That's been like a very concrete way where he's helped, helped me to grow in trust. Actually, there's a third thing. The third thing is just with the little things. Make like a little prayer that's hardly even a prayer. Maybe not even a prayer. But he answers it. And there are little things along the way. Sometimes it's just little random desires Mm -hmm. that he just randomly answers. Mm -hmm. It could just be for like... the silliest little thing like a necklace that's artfully crafted from glass you know (laughs) it sounds silly but (laughs) it was a little thing and I received one and it was just funny because in that receiving of it I realized it was a prayer that the Lord was answering it was just a silly little prayer or desire once upon a time And then I realized that I still, I wanted him more and I didn't really want this thing as much Mm. and it really wasn't as important, but just seeing that the Lord was willing to provide that for me, Mm -hmm. um, even though he knew that it wasn't fully what I wanted. And it's funny because he waited till the moment where I didn't really want it anymore yeah he's like here's this thing (laughs) that you wanted remember it's like yeah lord it's great but i want you yeah (laughs) like i don't need this thing um and then thirdly is in the suffering Mm -hmm. and in those times where i'm nervous about a job or the lack thereof or in those mm. moments where something crazy happened or is happening or I'm just nervous about something that's going to happen. Um, looking to him and turning to him and really just placing it in his hands and remembering that steadfast love. He is not going to steer me wrong. Mm. Um, but to concretely actually place yourself in his presence mm-hmm. and to at some point stop talking mm-hmm. stop talking and just be and let him speak to 
your life, to your heart, um, to the situation. Concretely, entrusting the past to his divine mercy as I've, as it's like been spoken about, written about. So Father Jacques Philippe, I think, says that. Mm-hmm. Um, trusting the past to his mercy. And that looks like letting it go. Mm-hmm. Just comes a certain point you've thought to death. Um, at a certain point, you just need to go to bed. <laughs> and you just place it into his hands and say, Lord, I think I screwed this up. Or I really don't like this thing that happened in the past. Or this thing in the past really hurt me. And I've done all I can do about it. Uh, I've thought about it even. And I've tried to... I don't know, think out what went wrong or possible solutions or I don't even know. You just thought it to death and you just bring it before the Lord and say, I thought this to death and there's no point in me doing any more. I am placing it in your hands. Draw what good out of it that you can. Because I trust that There is no evil that you would permit if you had not a greater good in store. The good will always outweigh the evil, always has, always will. Otherwise, the Lord would not allow any evil. Hmm. He would not permit it if there was not a greater good. And trusting that and trusting him Placing our past into his hands, placing all these different things, these different situations, these different sufferings. For even our sufferings, he would not allow if there was not a greater good that would come. And asking him to bring about that good Mm. in our hearts, asking him to bring about that change. Um, You mentioned how those sufferings, how they try us, you know. Um, I, I was thinking of the crucible and just like how the gold and the silver are purified. And that really is what our sufferings can be used for Mm -hmm. if we do actually trust God with them. Mm -hmm. And even trusting God with these, sometimes we cling to our to our different sufferings mm-hmm. and these different memories that we have, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're good or bad. And we just kind of cling to them um, almost like, almost as if they're like little treasures that we keep or little knickknacks that we keep. Mm-hmm. We hang on to our memories. Um, I'm not entirely sure why, especially when they're bad ones. Like, why do we have to replay these? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, just taking them and entrusting them to the Lord and that he really can do something with them. Mm-hmm. And he will, and he wants to. Mm-hmm. He's just waiting for you to let go. Mm-hmm. And recognizing too that like letting go does not exclude mourning and grieving. That letting go does not exclude that basically that like it's, 
it, in my mind, sometimes when I hear the words like, you know, like, let it go, like, mm. well, first of all, I think the Disney song. So <laughs> I start like singing that in my head. But like, there's, there's almost this, I, I feel like oftentimes there's such like a guttural reaction to like people saying let it go because there's this sense of like, but that means that I have to like, you know, ignore it or forget about it. Like, that's not what it means. Mm-hmm. Like, that by letting it letting it go isn't this sort of like process of like you know stopping yourself from feeling or like this sort of like um you know cutting yourself off from the emotion or like Mm -hmm. from the memory like that's not what it is at all like in my own experience like letting the process of letting something go hurts like hell (laughs) like it hurts to let something go and it's like it's it's very much it's it's not forgetting and it's not saying that it doesn't matter it's saying that that no longer has control over my life and my thoughts yes it's allowing allow allowing yourself not so much to like you know cut yourself off from it but just to move forward without it being an overarching influencing factor in your life anymore. Right. And yeah, it's okay if part of that process is like, like you mentioned, like sort of like letting the Lord into that and like mm-hmm. um, really giving it into his hands. Like I've, I've definitely like in my own, like for me, like that kind of prayer is like very much like my imagination gets engaged and like, I kind of imagine the same way with like, it's sort of like these knickknacks, these like mm-hmm. treasures, but like, it's, it's such a weird thing where like, I, I almost picture them as like they're like when I when I realize that I have to let them go is when they're broken and like when mm. so like I imagine myself almost holding this sort of like broken glass figure in my hand and it's, and it's like cutting and scraping on my hands because it's broken mm. but I cannot bring myself to let it go right because it's just too precious and maybe and so, I can fix it <laughs> exactly maybe I can fix it like it's still good it's still beautiful like I don't want to let it go and it really is kind of like in your prayer, allowing one, allowing the Lord into like that room with you. Cause like, it's very easy to just kind of like keep him like on the other side of the door and just be kind of like shouting and like, okay, I'll let it go in a bit. I promise. <laughs> like I'm here. You're technically here. You're technically outside. The, you're just outside the room. Like it's very, I feel like it's very easy for our prayer to kind of feel like that. But we, we say we're bringing it to him, but we're just sort of like still like clutching it to our chest and like keep it, keeping it away to ourselves in a corner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's to really let it go, like, at least in my imagination, it's like kind of like letting the Lord in, like, oh, op- letting the door to that room open, like letting the Lord see you, like holding the little, like glass, like broken glass in your hands, like letting him see you crying over it and letting him like take your, like, we, we can't let go on our own. We no. can't, we can't, we have to let the Lord almost just like kind of like pry our fingers open we also have some shards of glass in our hands that we can't actually remove ourselves exactly (laughs) yeah (laughs) like in my mind i almost imagine it as sort of like just like the pieces kind of like falling through my fingers as he's like just slowly opening them Mm. and yeah like yeah letting go is a slow and a painful process yeah and it's kind of like we said, like, it's good that you acknowledge that as you go, that you, like, allow your, you allow it to hurt. You allow 
yourself to say because that like the reason it hurts is because it was so good mm-hmm. and now I have to let it go and if that hurts then it's worth it because that means I invested that means that there was something good in my life that and that is a good thing that that was a blessing mm-hmm. so I it's okay to say goodbye to that right yeah and allowing and then just like yeah allowing the lord to see that and not only with like letting go but with like wounds as well when someone's inflicted a wound on us like Mm -hmm. the same sort of thing like it's one thing to like sort of like come like with our wounded selves to the lord it's another to actually like let him see that wounded spot in our hearts and be like look what someone did to me right yeah yeah let him take out those bits of glass that we're actually still clutching in our hands yeah like dad it hurts don't touch it yeah and he's like let me do it i don't really want you to yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh. so letting him into that yeah um letting him be the healer yes i have found the psalms to be very helpful Mm -hmm. in trusting the lord and in well as I say, letting go, but really it's letting him in and just kind of, let if letting go of anything, letting go of control. Yeah. And, but in doing so, also letting go of the control that it has over you. But anyway. Right. No, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. No, the Psalms have been amazing because they go through every single emotion. There's joy, there's sorrow, there's anger, there's betrayal, there's... Anything that you feel, it's in the Psalms. Yep. And it's really helpful for when you don't have the words. Or for when you want to trust the Lord, but it's really hard. Yep. Psalm Aaron. 88 does not end on a happy note, guys. Literally, it ends with, my one companion is darkness. <laughs> so if that's how you're feeling, there's a psalm for that. There's a psalm for that. Just like they used to say, there's an app for that. There's a yep. song. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, it's it's a psalm that, like, ends with, like, my one companion is darkness, but it's addressed to the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, even even the psalm that, like, starts out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Like, Christ's prayer from the cross. Like, that's a psalm. Like, yeah. that's li- that's literally, like, the cries of the human heart, like, and you're allowed to yell those things. You're allowed to cry those things. Yes. Because at least you're calling on the Lord. Mm-hmm. At least you are letting him see what is truly going on in your heart. Because he wants that. Yeah. He sees it already, but he wants you to say it. Like, he's already well aware, even if you don't open your heart to him, he's already well aware exactly what's going on. Yeah. But he never forces himself into that space. He wants you to invite him into that space, even if that space is a lot of yelling and screaming at first. Mm-hmm. Let him be Lord over your life. Yes. <laughs> Don't know why I had to sing that to you. <laughs> no, yeah. The Lordship of, of God. Yep. The Lordship of Christ. Let him be your father. Yes. He really loves you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think on that note, that's a good spot to kind of wrap it up. For Great the spot. Yeah. 
All right, let's close in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come through Mary. Heavenly Father, instill in our hearts a greater trust of you. Help us to see your presence in our lives, in our past, in our present. Help us to entrust our future to you. Open up our hands. Heal the hurts of this life. Instill in our hearts a greater love with which to feel. Teach us how to grieve, but to let you in. Help us entrust the little moments to you, the little journeys, just even our feelings of being stuck, maybe abandoned. Draw us ever close to your heart. Remind us that you are trustworthy. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created. And you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, you did instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and evermore to rejoice in your holy consolations. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady Queen of Peace. Pray for us. St. Joseph. Pray for us. St. Joan of Arc. Pray for us. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, have a lovely rest of your weekend now, guys. Mm-hmm. The weekend is here. What? Woo! Divine That's Mercy Sunday is coming, though. Yes. Hey, speaking of trust. Woo! Yes. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. Mm. On that note, be well, guys. God be with y'all. God bless you. Love you. Peace. Bye.